Welcome to the Fit Femme Project Alignment Podcast. It is here that we cultivate and gather all who have been through it in fitness, relationships, careers, lifestyle changes, and unforgettable crucial life pivots trying to achieve their most sovereign selves. We're here to provide you with thought-provoking, detailed stories and information from truly fascinating men and women from all walks of life, professions, generations, and modern-day sagas who speak to their rawest, darkest moments that made them the strong, decisive, humble, helpful, healing people that they are today. We ask them to hold nothing back because life is a multi-dimensional pursuit to be stronger, healthier, and more aligned mentally, emotionally, and physically. Let's go. Hey, FFP ladies. What's up? <laughs> today we have a beautiful, if I might add, guest with us today, the one and only Rosetta Plummer, an IFBB pro, group fitness trainer, um, certified personal trainer, and health and life coach. Hi. Hi. Also my like lovely, like best friend. Don't tell anyone <laughs> else I said that. It's a secret. <laughs> it's a secret. Okay. Um, well, I'm so like happy to like, talk to you after, especially after today. It was like such a long day, but and you just had a birthday. How was your birthday? It was awesome. It was a lot of fun and family, friends, and tacos and donuts. I couldn't have asked for more. <laughs> I know. I saw that photo that you had of your uh, birthday cake, which was donuts. <laughs> I was kind of jealous. And Dan did such a good job. He had that like personal chef catering and I'm like Mark start taking notes (laughs) yeah he had to ask like do you want a cake and I was like no I don't want to do cake none of that stuff he's like well you have to have some sort of like sweet and I was like well if you get me anything I'll have a donut well I didn't have a donut it was like 170 donuts (laughs) but they're little mini little tiny ones yeah well that's so cute you could have like a couple at a time I love that yeah um, I, I, yeah, I'm really sad I couldn't be there. That would have been really like fun, but you'll be, wait, you'll be in town in August, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically next month. I know. So close. Well, not so really. close. I can't. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So anyway, I just wanted to bring you on today as we kind of talked about to talk about your journey and what that looked like from you before you even started your health and fitness um, situation, if you will, <laughs> and uh, like li- what life was like before that, and then um, just kind of the struggles that you had starting, and just basically like how you got to where you are today, um, because being a pro is pretty impressive yeah. from what I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Yeah, no, it is. It's, I mean, just doing, even if you're not a pro, just like getting, like doing the work and getting on stage is like, I, I never ever want to do that. But anyway, so what was life like before um, you entered the gym? Oh my goodness. Well, there was absolutely no gym. <laughs> um, I actually was really scared to step foot into a gym. Um, I had kind of a bad experience with a gym. Um, so I lived right now we live in San Antonio, but I came from California. So I was born and raised in Southern California and a friend of mine, I worked at a doctor's office as a medical assistant and a friend of mine was like, we should join a gym together. And I was like, all right, let's, let's 
all right, I don't know what I'm going to do in there, but okay. And so we, <laughs> we went in and the, you know, they have the sales associates that try to get you to sign up. And they went over the, like walked us around, went over the pricing and everything. And I was like, well, you know, I need to sit down. Um, and this is newly into Dan and I's relationship at the time. So I was still kind of a single mom. So finances were pretty low at that point. So I was like, I need to sit down and figure this out. Well, I mean, for a month straight, this gentleman just kept calling me and calling me, are you going to sign up? Like, you don't need your boyfriend's uh, approval. You could sign up. Um, Like, this is for you. And just kept, I finally had to ask him to just please stop calling. And I think from there on out, I was like, I don't ever want to step in front of in in a gym to deal with that ever again. Like, so I, I didn't come from a gym background. Um, I worked out what I would consider working out was like hit classes or I, I joined a jazzercise class for a while. (laughs) Um, things like that was kind of, I guess in and out of my life, it wasn't really something I consistently did. Um, we were active, but not purposely active, if that makes like it wasn't for a certain thing or health or it was just as a family. Right. So just That's if terrible. and when motivation struck, you're like, all right, I'll go to a class. Yeah. Or like the wet when we got engaged, it was like, okay, well, I guess we gotta get fit. So it was like, what do we do? We'll, we'll join some classes and <laughs> Oh, it's we for did your that. Wedding? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Once I got like got married, I never went back. So it wasn't. <laughs> so I never. I think yeah, it's I a never, lot of a people's experience. Yeah, no. There, I didn't really have, I guess that I didn't see that growing up either. So there was no like, oh, I probably should do, I probably should work out to get healthy or a lot of the time it was for to for a set goal, like a wedding or, oh, summer's coming. We should probably do like a challenge to get fit for the summer or things like that, but never consistent enough for just health. Right. Okay. So then what was the like turning point really? Did, what, did it take that turning point? Take a long time. Cause some people are like cold Turkey. I'm going to decide to hit the gym and that's what they do. But some people like myself um it's more like yeah I'll have the like months of consistency and then a few months of not you know it's that longer curve right what was that like for you it did take me a while still to get into a gym on my own um I think the turning point for me was after I had my son uh, we, we moved to Texas and then I when I was pregnant and then I had my son but we were out here on our own, basically. So I had no family, no friends. I didn't really know anybody out here. Um, And when my son turned six months old, I, a friend of mine threw like a baby, it was called library time. Um, My friend had asked, Hey, do you work out? (laughs) I was kind of like, why do I, do I need to work out? (laughs) And she was like, no, no, no. Her sister-in-law decided to do a, it was called baby and me um, boot camp. And so at the park, we would join with our strollers and come on up and we would do like laps around this park and lunges with your strollers. It was so cute. (laughs) And 
it was mainly specifically so I could talk to moms. <laughs> it had nothing to do with working out or health. It was just like, oh, this is a way that I could, you know, make other mom friends and be around adults and not just my six month old baby. Um, so yeah, I started there and I kind of just followed her. She grew from the park to uh, the front of her garage and then from her garage to uh, she got like, it was like a little, a little gym, I guess you could, she rented out a little space and then she went to a bigger space and I kind of just followed her in that realm. And that was a year, two years, 16, 17, yeah, two years before I even considered joining a gym and adding in strength training and doing it on my own. So it took a while. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So do you kind of remember the first few times like you went into a gym to like weight train? Uh, Yeah. So the first time I made her go with me. (laughs) So she ended up being my coach. What kind of started the whole, well, you need to get a gym membership was uh, on a dare of, hey, you should do a a bikini competition. And I was like, yeah, not happening. (laughs) I am not getting on stage in a bikini. or doing any of that, like there'd be no way. And then my second thought was, like, what would my husband think of me on stage, like basically turning around, showing my my <laughs> my butt, yes. my ass, like, yeah. <laughs> the world. And she was like, "Well, you like challenges, so I dare you just to do one." And I was like, "Oh, okay." So then it led wow, to, like, she kind of knew you. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, you need to join a gym. I'm like, oh, Lord, (laughs) this is a whole nother realm of like scared. So when I joined the gym, I was like, you have to go with me because I have no idea. Like, And I don't, I'm like very nervous. So I didn't want to ask, you know, people to help me or how to use the machine. So she went with me the first time. So the first time was kind of easy because she was with me. But that first month of using the gym, it it took a lot of like convincing myself every time, like sitting in my car, like, okay, you could do this. Like, don't make eye contact. (laughs) Just go do what you got to do. And you could do it. And yeah, that's the first month was very, but after that, it just kind of became like, you kind of get to know some of the regulars. I went at the same time every morning because that was when I had the free time. Um, So you got to know certain people and um I tried to go as early as I could when nobody was there. <laughs> so that helped too. <laughs> so during this time, when you started to go to the gym more consistently, that was when you started training for the first competition, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what was that? What, do you kind of remember how many years ago was this? That was in 2018. Oh, like okay. the so end that- of 2017, beginning of 2018. Yeah. I was about to say it wasn't that long ago, but it kind of was, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Like, yes. The nine days weren't that long ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's um, a, My son is like, you were born in the 19s. I'm like, that's just rude. Oh, my gosh. I've been seeing these funny TikToks uh, where people will be like, oh, this music from the late 1900s. And people will be like. <laughs> I guess they're not wrong, but <laughs> it's like why are you, you're purposely trying to make me feel old when I'm not yeah. old. 
It's so bad. I'm like, that sounds horrible. Anyway, okay. So <laughs> back to my original question. Um, this is when you were first obviously starting to train. So when during that time, do you kind of remember what it was like the balancing act of you know, doing this and taking it seriously while also being a new mom still, right? You were pretty, yeah. he was young, right? So yeah. do you kind of remember what that looked like and the challenges that you had? Yeah. So the first thing was trying to find the time to go. Like, where am I going to fit that in? My son wasn't in school yet. He was three. So he wasn't in school. I did have him in what they called like a mom's day out program. Uh, but it was, you know, four hours in the morning, which I tried to utilize time to, you know, clean the house, go grocery shopping, get Everything. all the things in. Yeah. <laughs> So it was like, how do I fit that in? Um, and that was only three days a week, but I needed to train five, six days a week. So how did I? So it was, I was that mom that took my sleep for granted and got the least amount of sleep because I got up at, you know, four in the morning to be at the gym right when they open at five to get it in before Dan would go to work and then come home and then start my day with Mason. So. It was finding and then having Dan understand that I needed that time in order to do this said goal of mine. <laughs> so it was convincing him. And then that whole lifestyle change, like we're not used to that. He's not used to that. We're used to having our time or sleeping in. And um, at that time, training was not an hour. It was like two hours of my morning at the gym because I would try to do my training and then my cardio. So it'd be done. And then, then you add the nutrition aspect to it. And that I think was the hardest for me figuring out how to have at that time it was meal plans. So I had to eat specific things. I was told I was allowed to eat. No. So creating those into meals and then like making separate meals because Dan would look at my food like, I'm not eating that. That you looks can eat a little that, bland. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, the, the the starting out of being in the bodybuilding world, like then it was like, oh, don't have salt. Or, you know, the seasoning had to be salt-free. And, like, certain things that I could do now that I know Jeez. better. But it was just very, like, adding in <clears throat> or, you know, drinking water or um, – which was fine, but it was like calculating my water, just specific protocols that he was just like, this is like, I had a meltdown one time. I can remember specifically having a meltdown one time in my first prep for, you know, I'm cleaning the table off after my Mason had done eat, was done eating. And there was a half a cookie and it was like just instinct to grab the cookie and eat it. And so I did that because I'm like, I'm not going to waste food. So I just ate it. And then I, after I'd eaten it, I realized what I did. And at that time I called my coach full on bawling. Like I just had a cookie. It's going to ruin everything. (laughs) And she just died laughing. Like it's not going to ruin. You're fine. Like don't do it again, but you're fine. Like red flag. This is probably not normal to be responding this way, but um, yeah, so just, and then, you know, the closer you get to a competition, 
you're tired and you're fatigued, fatigued and like going out just is not fun because it's like, oh, I have to pack my food and then I have to explain to everybody why I'm eating this or, you know, people look at you differently. So those kind of things were very much like, my husband's very outgoing and likes to do things and be with friends. And for me, it was like, I don't want to do that. My body doesn't want to move or do that. So it was not inconveniences, but trying to understand like I'm doing this, but I can't make them suffer. So trying to find the balance of, you know, and, and finding that balance of not saying I can't. So because I don't want my son to be like, Oh, you can't eat a cookie. (laughs) You can't. Oh, Yeah. So trying to make him like, and he's three at that time. So how much is he really going to understand? But I didn't want him to see that right off the bat of eating food. Like you can't eat that. Right. And have some eating disorder of his own. And it was unintentional. Yeah. Or my teenage daughter, my poor daughter is like, mom, like, why are you doing that stuff? Or, or like weighing myself every day that all that stuff was brand new to me. So weighing myself or having to take pictures of myself for somebody to, you know, look at and review. It's just, yeah, my daughter, she was like, this is crazy, mom. I don't know why you're doing this, but, and she thought it was cool when the physique started changing, but still the, just the, I can't, or no, I can't like trying to figure out how to balance that is not, it's not. So what would you say? Is it like, would you test? say to them things that you also needed to hear yourself, like convincing them because you still need to convince yourself a little bit. Yes. Yeah. So in the beginning, it was a lot of like, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then realizing that, man, I I say I can't a lot. And that's not fair to them because they didn't choose this. So it was like, okay, mommy has a goal that she's trying to attain and to attain that goal. There are certain things that I have to certain protocols or certain rules for Mason, I would always say there, there are certain rules to, you know, look like that or get on the stage and do those things that you just have to, you have to kind of follow until you're, until you're done. And, um, so I just kept changing that. Like, this is just until I'm done. It's not forever. This is just until I'm done. Um, and if, <laughs> if I want Sorry, to, my... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Sorry, he just be recorded. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. <laughs> from I can't to like, the, these are just the rules mommy has to follow, or these are the protocol for my daughter. It'd be like, these are the protocols that in order to obtain that look or be up on that stage, these are the rules that I have to follow and the steps I have to take to get there. Okay. Yeah. So how did your first show go? Um, so my, oh my goodness, it went better than I thought. That was in Pittsburgh, right? No, my first show was actually here in Texas, um, a really small town, um, like a regional show. So very small show. Um, And because I, for me, I feel like I had a better experience than most when it comes to their first show, as far as the show goes, as far as how I felt physically. I think it would be along the same that you hear like you're tired and you're hungry and you're cranky and moody, like those things. But the show itself, it was a fun, fun show. They really took care of their competitors. And um, I 
think my nerves were much better when I got backstage and saw that I wasn't the only one that felt not, not that you don't feel ready, but that you don't feel ready. Like I wasn't the only first time competitor. I wasn't the only one who was like looking at each other. Like, do I look as good as that? Or, you know, (laughs) the comparison or, um, but my first show went well. That was, I think probably how I kind of got hooked was because it just went so well that I was like, I could totally do this again. After I get to oh, <laughs> like, I need to eat first and then, then maybe we can approach this a subject again. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't want to be cranky and moody because I can't eat. No. It, it, it's really mindset over matter at that point. I get it. I get Well, I get No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so okay, I still ask that myself first. like, how do you keep going? Yeah, because you took the year off, right? Yeah, this year I'm taking the year off. Okay, how is um like that's kind of like the first year you've taken off, right? Yeah, I haven't stopped since 2018. Um, like shooting for a stage, it's always been like there's a show. Okay. We're shooting for that show. Like even if it was off season, I was still, I still felt on because I knew I had to get ready for prep to get ready for that stage. And the coach that I had before Casey, um, her method was a little different. It was like, what show do you want to do? Okay. We're X amount of weeks out. Okay. We got to go this hard. Like it wasn't Casey's approach is more like you have an idea of what show you want to do, but we're going to kind of listen to your body, which is, is what I love a little bit more um, because if you're not ready, then we're not doing that show. So um, that took me a lot to get used to when I came to Casey, but um, yeah. So since 2018, we've been going, just going. So how has your family been since you've taken this year off? Are they like, I, I'm falling in love with my wife again. Who is this mom? Mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're d- doing all the things and incorporating all the things food related. <laughs> um, and, and trips. I think the big thing for um, at least my husband and I are trips. So planning trips are a little easier now because although we've done trips with me on prep, they're not, I don't want to say they're not as fun as they can be, but they're not as flexible as they can be I can't just I still have to incorporate (laughs) yes yeah I still have to incorporate training and certain foods and cardio so I still have to fit that in there and and we did it I mean we've done a couple trips with on prep but I want to be able to be like you know what I'm not gonna get up and train today I'm gonna sleep in or we're gonna go to the beach first thing in the morning or you know oh I want to a fun fruity drink, then I'm going to have that fun fruity drink. So just not having that extra protocols and stress of making sure I'm Yeah, I get that. So was was Tahoe the first trip you did not on prep? Yes. (gasps) I'm so honored. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was such a good trip, but you still went to the gym. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, that to me is like more for me if I really didn't or we really had something big planned, like, no, but we have to be at this place, you know, to do hiking or or go wherever to the other side of Tahoe or something at a certain time, then of course I would have 
not gone to the gym. But I, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I kind of got ahead of myself, but anyway, so it was after your first show. Um, I just like what I love to talk about this process. Cause like, even though not everyone is going to do a show, um, I, the big thing that people get is they don't understand the, the amount of discipline and time is the biggest one to get the physique that you have or Lindsay or Casey has, right. There's, they still feel like there's some secret sauce that we're holding on to to get that physique, right? It's like, no. So going through after that first show, what was, since it sounds like from what you're saying, was that that's when it kind of locked in for you mentally? Was it easier after that? What did it look like? No. So no, because I took, I didn't take a lot of time off, but I took, so reverse dieting was not a big thing when I first started prep or when I first started competing. Explain, sorry, explain reverse dieting just for the people. So reverse dieting is like when you come off of a calorie deficit for a said show, you start to slowly incorporate, you know, your macros, like your carbs, your fats, and your protein. And you slowly start adding those back up into what would be your maintenance um, macros to, um, so you don't just, you know, gain a bunch of weight or your hormones don't go completely out of whack because you've been in a calorie deficit for so long and your calories. Yes. So it was more kind of approached as to me back then was like, just slowly start incorporating foods and go from there. It wasn't, like giving me, I wasn't given numbers. Like I'm a rule follower. So I wasn't given like you hit this amount, this amount, this amount for this week. And then next check-in we'll add a little more and a little more. It was like, just go ahead and start incorporating foods that you didn't eat before and, and calories. And it, I was like, oh, well then I'm just going to eat what, not whatever, but whatever. <laughs> and so the first, after my first show, I kind of had a, um, I don't know what you would call it, but I, I kind of went overboard, I guess. Um, and so I, I did, I gained 10 pounds probably in the first two, three weeks. Um, wow. And I just, I just ate whatever. I didn't really think about it. I didn't, and I wasn't sure if I was going to do another show right then. Um, my husband was, Dan was kind of apprehensive about the whole bodybuilding world um, he's like, you're done, right? <laughs> he's like, so that was it, right? Like you checked it off your list. We're good to go. And then when I approached him, like, Hey, I kind of like this a lot. Like I felt that was fun for me. It was a different world for me. Um, and so he was like, so what does that look like for us? And it was like, well, I want to do another show and I want to go to nationals <laughs> and I want to try to get my pro card. And he was like, Oh, oh boy. And then what does that look like for us? It sounds like where where does that leave us? This is the talk. (laughs) So, um, what are you going to tell me next? No, it was like financial. The finance he right, you know, the financial side of it. It's not um, a cheap hobby, and we're you know he's the breadwinner, and I'm the stay at home mom, and I'm like, hey, I want to do this super expensive sport, and we're just going to go with it, right? And so. Um, he finally was like, if this is what you really want to do, then all right. But, um, 
we're going to like, we have to make sure we budget for it. And, and that was kind of why I liked picking my shows then because I could budget for that specific show. Um, because I could look ahead and see how much everything cost. Um, but yeah, so it took a little bit. And then when I came to my coach and told her, let, yeah, I want to do it again. You know, she was like, we've got to start all the way from this beginning, basically, because of the weight I gained. And I kind of reversed backwards, like I didn't maintain, basically. Oh, so um, we did. And I mean, I got right back into it. It was just really hard because it was going from free will eating, what have you, and not tracking to like, all right, boom, like calories are low. Cardio is high, training's there, and you've got to eat this specific food and stay away from this specific food. So for me, that was the the hardest part was trying to get back into it. Um, and every show, my body just responded differently. It didn't. I mean, I think still to this day, my body doesn't do like Casey and I will be like, okay, this this peak week you did this, and it was like, well, we're not going to do that this week. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, how did you come across Casey? Like, how did you? get into her uh, roster. So the cool. my second year competing, I went to a pro show. Like I, I went to a regional show. It was like a um, regional slash pro show. And so I stayed to watch the pros and I had seen Casey compete. And I think it was the year she won the San Antonio pro. And yeah. I saw her on stage and was like, who is this? I mean, she just looked so effortless. Her posing, I mean, she made it look easy. And right, yeah. Time, yes, I wasn't very active on social media. So I was like, well, I guess I could look her up. And when I saw her social media, and I think Nicole has a very similar take on this, was like seeing her eat the foods that she ate, even though she would yeah. like look the way she looked. I was like, what? Like, how do you eat <laughs> donuts and burgers on prep? But look like that and and then, you know, steal the show and make it look so effortless. Like, there's oh. got to be something that I don't know. She's disrupting the industry. <laughs> it's all lies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I was scared because you kind of do fangirl when you see some of these pros live. And after the show, like, you know, you could see them and she was taking pictures with somebody that she was with. So I kind of stood there and I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to bother her. So I didn't, I just stalked her on social media (laughs) for a while. (laughs) Yeah. And then it wasn't until right before COVID that I actually finally reached out. I had a separation with my other coach um, and I was really like depressed about it. And I was like, I'm never going to compete again. This is ridiculous. I don't want to be in this world. People are mean. (laughs) And Dan was actually the one who was like, no, you have a goal. Don't give up. Find somebody. um, And and let's do it. Like, do it. And so I did. I reached out to, um, I reached out to Casey first and one other pro that I had been following. Um, And Casey responded quickly right away like let's do it like there was no hesitation and I was like something just felt right and I kept going back to her 
even though the other um, person that I had reached out to, nothing against her or anything, I mean, it's wonderful. But I just kept teetering back. Like everything was like, no, this just sounds better. Like this, something's <laughs> over here. So then, um, yeah, I told Casey, like, I'd love to be a part of Team Casey. Uh, this is my goal. I want to, you know, I, I'd love to earn my pro card. She was like, all right, let's do it. So I signed up and yeah, 2020. That was when we And started. then you did it. You did, I did it. it. <laughs> See how, how many sh- yeah, how many shows did you do before like leading up to your pro card? So I did I wanna say thirteen shows total, including nationals before I got my pro card. Yeah, because we're at fifteen. In now. three years? Yeah. Two. 18, 19, 20. I got my pro card in 2021. Uh, That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of ran. When I came to Casey, my hormones were shot. I, um, I have blown up a little bit in my, in my eyes. I had blown up. Casey was like, no, we were good. We could work with this. I had lost like kind of my fire for competing, but I knew I wanted to get maybe your will to live. Goal. Yes, <laughs> it really was bad. Like Dan was like, something's not right. I mean, um, Casey encouraged me to go um, get my hormones checked, and we um, they the place that I went to out here helped me a lot. But um, yeah, I I my body was completely depleted and hormones were shot. So between Casey and the physicians here at New Era Wellness, they helped me like, man, it was a long, if you saw my photos of my acne, you'd be like, what in the world? It was bad. No, I don't think I did. Oh, you may have shown me separately at one point, but I don't really remember. Um, So obviously like during that time, you're probably not in like a really good mood. No. So how did you manage that? Like, I think, I don't know. I just think about that. It's like, you don't want to project on your partner or your poor little baby boy. And like, how did you manage that? So it really came down to two things. One, my husband was like, if this is, there were times that he would say, you know, and not in a mean way at all, but more or less like, if this is how you're going to feel and be then like I don't want you to do this anymore you seem sad you seem depressed you don't seem like yourself and that that kind of was like my not aha moment but like oh like he's right that I chose this this is what I want to do so I can't make them suffer so I had to push myself within prep and out of prep to say like, okay, if we're going to go out, I'm going to plan ahead. I'm going to bring my meals and I'm not going to make it about me. I'm going to make it about what we're doing. And so I would, he would be like, oh, we want to do this this weekend. I'd be like, okay. And I would have my meals set ready to go so that it was easy. And if, if it was something we had to do early, I would get up earlier and go to the gym and get it done or just plan around it um, to where I still got in my time, but didn't take away my time with them. Um, so it was a balance. I hate that word, but it's really like trying to balance it and then not, you know, not make 
them suffer for something I chose. Like this is, they're not competing. I am. <laughs> and then I yeah, make so it basically, fun. No, go ahead. I make it fun with Mason. If I'm training and he's home and I, I'm blessed oh, to yeah. have a, a garage gym, so he'll come out with me. And um, I'm also leading by example too, like showing him that exercise is important. So I remind him like, mommy's not doing this just to get on stage. I'm doing this so mommy's bones stay strong and muscles stay strong and I stay healthy. Um, and you should do that too. And so he'll come out there and he'll grab the little dumbbells and he'll do <laughs> stuff. Or he'll run on the treadmill and he'll try to make it a challenge. Oh no. Can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can still hear you. Okay. My headphone I think my headphones died. Um Oh, it's okay. He'll <laughs> he'll make it a challenge and be like, Oh, did you um what level on the treadmill did you do you get to? And he'll he'll try to like. <laughs> so we make it fun. That's so cute. I love seeing your little Instagram stories where he's flexing with you and his little twiggy arms. This is so cute. <laughs> I remember um, at the show that I went to your uh, pro debut in Pittsburgh. I've told you this before, but I got to tell the people we, uh, it was the first time I met Dan. It was the second time I met you yeah. and it feels like we've known each other so much longer. Right. It does. It does. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was like the second time that I met you and then <clears throat> never met anybody else before. So we're all sitting together in there in the audience and <laughs> we're like, okay, she, 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 she's coming up in this next one. And we're like, no, it's the next one. It's the next one. It's the next one. <laughs> And so we're like, Casey was like, no, it's this one. It's her. And so you, you get up there and we're like, which one is she? <laughs> <laughs> because like, even though your hair, like you had it straight thin, which is per, or not thin, um, straight. Yes. And um, rather than everyone else has it curly, but there were, it seemed like the, like four other girls that also had it straight were right next to you. <laughs> And they also like had, you know, just like your face shape. And I was like, wait, uh, and Mason was like, is that mommy? I'm like, yeah. I was like, wait, wait, no, two over. That's her. <laughs> and then he just was like, mommy, 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 mommy. Just like jumping up and down with this little flaily arms in the aisle. Like he would he even hit a lady on accident at one point. <laughs> He's like, go, mommy. And everyone was turning and looking and just being like, oh, that's so cute. I even took a look. Did I show you that video? I got to show you that yeah, video. Me, I think you sent me it too. It's so cute. <laughs> like like child goals. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> he loves being a part um, in the shows that he has got to go to. He just loves it. And um, I tried, that was another part was like, I didn't always want to make him go to the shows or even make Dan, even though they wanted to support me. Um, it is especially, unfortunately, like the regional shows or even sometimes the na a few of the national shows, they're all day events. And it's hard to keep a five, you know, five, six, seven year old engaged for that long or sitting for that long. So I, there were some shows that he would not go to or not get to come to um, so that the shows that he would come to, it just made it that much more special. Oh, it's fine. I bet it was, it was, a, it was a really long day and I've been to ones before, but I was just like, I got, I had a headache the whole day for no reason. I don't know why, but um, no, it was really sweet seeing you up there. And so what was the show that 
got your pro card? So it was, it's called TCM. Um, it's Pittsburgh. It's not the Pittsburgh pro, but it's, um, uh, I can't think of the, it's masters nationals basically. basically. Um, and it's in Pittsburgh. Um, it's usually in June. Um, and yeah, so it was in Pittsburgh and that was kind of the purpose of coming back to Pittsburgh was like stepping on stage where I got my pro card, even though it ended up being at a different venue, but still it was like stepping on stage at the place where I got my, so it was a year before at the, um, Pittsburgh, um, masters national show. What was it like going into that show? Do you like how to remember it or were you confident or like, um, I I don't care. I actually, uh, that, that day was so easy, which was something that I'll never forget because it felt like I didn't stay at the host hotel. I actually stayed across the river. So I kind of was stressed on how that would work, but it worked so effortlessly. The Ubers always seemed to be like a minute away, which is not normal. And everything just flowed nicely. The show was ran nicely. Um, and I remember that morning waking up and telling Casey, like, man, I just feel so calm, which is not me. I'm usually like a basket of nerves. Like, oh my gosh, is my makeup right? Is my hair done good? Did I ruin my tan? Um, and I just felt calm that whole day. But what's funny is after, um, pre-judging when I got off stage, I didn't realize how many girls were up there on stage with me for comparisons for um, when they do call outs. Um, And I was in the first call outs, but I didn't know where I was standing or how many girls there were. So I was convinced that I had second or third place the entire time. Like you kind of can gauge based on where you're standing when they call you out for first call out, second call out, what placing you're going to get. And so I thought I was either second. I didn't know if they would do second over here or third over here or vice versa. Oh. I thought the girl next to me was in the middle, which would be considered first place. So I had told Casey, I was already looking at the next show, what to do, because I was like, well, I'm already ready. Like, we could do this show. I'm so close. Like, we could do this. And Casey's like, let's just wait and see what happens. She <laughs> knew, but she didn't want to tell me. Um, so yeah, I, that, that whole afternoon, like between prejudging and finals, I was like, it'll be fine. Like, we'll find another show We're back. We could do it back to back. That way I stay, you know, in the judges, I stay ready and I stay in the judges mind, like, cause I'm already here. And so, um, yeah, when they called my number in finals, <laughs> I just, like, I didn't even know what to do. It's so funny in the video. Like I put my hands up. Like, thank you, God. But like, I, I didn't want to like, waste anybody's time. So I like went like this. And then I like came out and just stood like, okay. (laughs) So I don't, I remember coming off the stage and a few girls, you know, like, are are you okay? Like, you're not even crying. And I think I was just in so much shock, because I really did not think that I was going to get my pro card that show I had. I just wanted to call Casey and Dan. That's all I wanted to do. I was like, I want to talk to my husband. I want to talk to Casey because did that really just happen? And they You're don't. You're all alone. So when I got off stage and then they don't let you because I forget that they do. So when you come off after you um, 
they announce top five. They also have the first place winners come back on stage for overall. And all the first place winners compete for overall placing. Okay. So when I got off stage, they're like, come over here, take a picture and then stay right here. And I was like, I want to call my husband. (laughs) Like, I want to, I want to call Casey. Like, I don't want to stand here. And they're like, because they're going to do overall. And I was like, oh, and I was like, well, I don't really care what overall, like I got my, (laughs) like I, I achieved what I came here for. Um, So I don't even know why I wasn't at overall placing or like, there's no placing, but like, I don't even know. I didn't care. It's like, (laughs) how sweet. Yeah. So I didn't cry until I talked to Casey um, when, when we FaceTimed and she she was crying, and then when I saw her tears, it, like, let out, I just started bawling, like, okay, this is real. How did you celebrate? <laughs> so. I mean, tell me you did something. I did. I did. So okay. it was, like, how they do it is there's a pro show the next day. So ideally, you could get your pro card and then do your pro day debut the next day. Oh. So Casey was, like, you know what this means. And I was like, yes. And she was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I don't have anybody here. And I would really like that pro debut to be with my family. Like I want my son, if my daughter can come, I want my, like my husband there. And of course, like friends or you, or, you know, I want people there. And she was like, I totally understand. And I agree. So I actually, one of the girls that was out there that won her pro card used to be on team Casey too. And that's how I had met her. She was there as well. And her husband and her invited me to a steakhouse. And so we went and had steak and fries and ice cream. And um, I had had a cookie that I brought that I was like, oh, I'll I'll just nibble on that. And (laughs) I ate the whole thing. (laughs) I ate the whole thing. (laughs) It was a binge. Cookies. Um, Yeah. But then, then the next morning, I was just so high on adrenaline I got up and I went and worked out <laughs> and I didn't <laughs> Casey's like you don't need to do that I'm like I just have all this energy I need to get out um and then I got stuck in Pittsburgh <laughs> oh yeah that's that story of you yes. getting set because you missed your flight yes I missed my flight I was having too much fun sightseeing well what I mean I get it yeah I get it <laughs> I would have done the same thing yeah so what's you're taking the year off. Is that literal like January to December year? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to okay. what next year will look like probably towards the end of this year, probably right before the holidays. Um, Casey and I will sit and discuss uh, what, when we kind of want to um, start competing and then that'll tell us, you know, when we need to start prep. What do you have your eye set on? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do have my eyes set on some. Um, the goal this year kind of was to step on stage at the Nashville Fit Show um, because yeah. the pro side, bikini side, and I think they do figure two or wellness. Or um, so I would love to do that show, whether it's next year or at some point. I'd love to do that show just because it has special place in my heart. Team Casey's, you know one of the sponsors. So like, it's just, I don't know. And every time I've gone to that show, it just seems so fun. It's all females. So it's, just, it's fun. Um, yeah. 
but I think I would have to do an early show because we do have a already have a trip planned in the middle of next year. <laughs> it's a family re, my family does like a family reunion style trip every two years, and next year is supposed to be in Puerto Rico. So um, <gasps> I'm like I I as much as I want to compete, I also want to be a little bit have a little flexibility for that trip because it's my family and I. I got to eat the Puerto Rican food. I can't. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> kidding me? Take another year off. Yeah. Right, Casey. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, you know what? This was just such a little treat. Yes. I love it. I can't wait to see you guys again. Do you day. have Lucky there with you? He was, he was trying to climb in, but I think the boys just walked in from the park, so he took off running. Oh, I was going to say hi to Lucky. That's her dog, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Baby. Yeah, your other baby. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, this is such a little, little sweet treat for me. I don't know when this will be out. <laughs> yeah. But it'll be out eventually. And um, yeah, where can people find you? What's your socials? So I'm pretty active on Instagram, um, and that's at Rosetta22. Um, and then I do have a Facebook, um, and I have a private Facebook group for my, like, group training, and I um, give out, like, nutrition advice and fun little boot camp style workouts that you could do at home to get a little, like, hit in. Um, and that's unfiltered health and wellness. That's something that I'm working on this year. It's a little... Uh, my own platform so Ew. okay I'll put it in the show notes so you'll have to send me the little link yeah. if you can okay anyway tell everybody I said hi can't wait to see you guys um but anyway you have a good night it was so good talking to you yes thank you for having me tell Mark I said hello I will talk to you later bye Thanks for listening to the FFP Alignment Podcast. Please support us by downloading, rating, and recommending us to your friends and family. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at the Fit Femme Project. That's F-I-T-F-E-M-M-E Project. And for those of you looking to find their essential balance of lifestyle and fitness, book a free consult by going to thefitfemproject.com. That's F-I-T-F-E-M-M-E Project.com. And click Apply Now. Until next time, this is the FitFem Project Alignment Podcast.